All right. You're listening to the role-playing exchange. Tonight's game, Star Trek, but in fates. Uh, playing tonight, as usual, is Aaron. Oh, hello. And Burke. Hello. And Sean. Here I am once again. Burke in the saddle. I was ah. uh, peer pressured into writing out a intro <laughs> because the third episode of this of this uh of this actual play has already come out and that was the first time i ever did the intro on my own and uh screwed up you introduce yourself though before you get in any farther into this they don't need to know who i am <laughs> <laughs> it's i'm i'm going incognito now <laughs> uh, i'm joe uh if you're listening to this, what is probably the 15th episode, maybe start earlier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, you don't have to, but it's probably a good idea. This is the best intro we've ever done. I'm so <laughs> proud of us, guys. This is actually just what he wrote. <laughs> uh, let's see. Actually, this would be the 17th one. Mm. <sighs> uh, all right. So uh, let's get started. The Tigress is on its way back to meet up with Task Force 74. Uh, and when it arrives, uh, you immediately receive a communique from the Task Force, from the flagship, which is the USS Lexington. Uh, it goes to Cordozo, who takes it in basically a side corridor. <laughs> Again, not a lot of privacy on the Defiant-class vessels. Uh and then orders all stop and calls all the senior staff to a meeting. Hey, that actually yeah. is us, guys. Yeah, it's That's you guys this time. This yeah. Time. yeah. It's, it'll sink in eventually. <laughs> yeah, by the time the show's set for final episode, you'll be you'll be confident in your command. Uh all right. So you go down to the mess hall, typical staff meeting location. And Cordozo uh basically just lays out her orders before you guys. Um so, the chief intelligence officer of uh, Task Force 74, which is the task force the group is attached to, has been uh, severely injured when it appears to be an assassination attempt. What was that? That was Sean. Oh, okay. Right. Sean's right. back. <laughs> uh, was injured in what seems to be in a, an assassination attempt. She was looking into potential changeling infiltration of the task force. Uh, and unfortunately... As we are the only ship in the task force that was not in this location, we have been tasked with investigating whether that is true, and if so, finding the changeling or changelings involved. Uh, I have to admit, I am not in love with this. Um, I don't think we quite have the staff for it. Um, how, how many ships are in the task force? There are 24. <laughs> Oh, so of all the crews of 24, they want us to identify uh, the Commodore seems to believe that the changeling is probably local uh, or if not, has infiltrated the command staff of the task force at a high enough level to be able to escape and be unfindable um, local to what part of uh, the uh, this region, uh, probably okay. within the next few planets. Um, okay. You know, we have, uh, they haven't taken an entire inventory of all the ships yet. So there, are, as far as they know, there are no shuttlecraft missing. Uh, but they believe but, that they were still located within the solar system, potentially. Uh, yeah, or alternatively, um, 
within a few star systems. Um, you know, none of the ships here, it's all pretty light stuff. So none of them are really carrying any shuttlecraft with a lot of range. Hmm. Uh, chief, you have some history with investigations. Um, I did not, uh, specialized in that when i was in the security department i specialized in tactics and operations so i think we're going to be leaning pretty heavily on your expertise i think uh the commodore has promised us full cooperation from him and his staff uh which is great if he or the staff are not the changelings so they want us to identify a changeling that has fled or they want us to identify if there's any more changelings in the task first they wanted us to try and figure out if it was was in fact an assassination attempt uh the intelligence officer commander rosid which is another <clears throat> andorian uh is severely injured in sick bay on the lexington right now under heavy guard she hasn't been able to provide anybody with any information uh the commodore ordered her quarters locked down and the whole task force is on standby. Can we get full medical records for everybody injured in the? Uh, yeah. I mean, it would just be her. But yeah, we can. Okay. They can. They'll provide that. Well, they think it was an assassination attempt on the intelligence officer, or on yes. like, the commodore. Uh, on the intelligence officer. Okay. Uh, it's possible that it was just an engineering malfunction. Um, preliminary reports. I mean, the commodore has looked at it. And the captain of the ship and the XO of the Lexington have all taken a look. And uh, there is some agreement that it could be uh, an engineering uh, fault. But it seems to the Commodore unlikely in light of the in light of the what what the what Commander Rasid was looking into. Would it be possible for us to gain access to the Lexington in order to look over those logs and or the repairs made? Yes, absolutely. Okay, That's... so my suggestion to start out with, sir, would be um, transport the victim over here or care, because this is the only place we can guarantee that has not had exposure. Uh, I know our medical facilities are more limited, but if we're dealing with a changeling, access to anywhere within Lexington wouldn't be that difficult, whereas access to anywhere here on the Tigris would be. Or so, anyway. Um, and then I would say that um, the lieutenants and I would probably need to go to Lexington and inspect records and uh, the the scene and everything over there directly, uh, just in case there was any kind of tampering with the uh, recordings, etc. Right. Uh, I think the first move to make is to change our ship's prefix code, uh, and then we will, and then we'll transport uh, receipt over, and then begin the, uh, conducting the investigation. Okay. Uh, the Commodore has provided me with authorization to remove the Tigris from the command structure of the task force so that neither he nor his command staff will have access as far as the Tigris's computer is concerned. Uh, I'm absolutely agreeable with that. I'm surprised, but I, yeah, that's good thinking on their part. I hope that's not a double-blind um, I have to admit, I am extremely paranoid. Uh, the only material we've received on how to identify uh, changelings has been blood tests or phaser sweeps. Um, so I'm going to require a blood test before we uh, any investigators board the ship and require one upon their return. 
So uh, the captain designates Edson Geisler to perform the blood tests upon your return. Mm-hmm. And before you leave, she administers a blood test to the entire crew. They come up clean. In the meantime, the uh, the prefix code has been changed, so no one can remotely possess the ship. Uh, the change is temporary, has to be approved with Starfleet Command, which is not possible at this time. Uh, <laughs> so, no, no. It'll last for like six days. Okay. And then revert. Uh, all right. And then... Uh, Commander Reseed is transported over uh, directly site to site into sick bay. Uh, she is in pretty rough shape. Um, <clears throat> let me get my materials on her. There's notes. Uh, she is uh, severely burned uh, and has received some shrapnel damage. Uh, they removed all the shrapnel, uh, but uh, it's the pretty typical burns and abrasions on uh, on her body. Uh, not very unusual for an explosive device. Mm-hmm. So a console. Yeah. Well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was. It was pretty devastating. More devastating than a console. To, like she was pretty badly burnt. Yeah. So the first um, thing we'd want to do is, you know, um, cars is IEDs. Yes. Um, <laughs> you know, test. I assume they saved all the shrapnel for testing, so we can. Ah, uh, yes, they did. It matches whatever exploded by them. It. You don't have it here with you, but they do well, have. We can do that. Yeah. Um, From medical side of things, I'd want to look for like any kind of other unusual. Right. I think that means it's, it would be a good time for a medicine roll. Oh boy, I love roll medicine. <laughs> That's pretty solid. Pretty solid roll. Uh, so here's what you find. Um, mm-hmm. Most of there's still some shrapnel debris detectable within her wounds. Um, mostly just burned on her head and chest area. There's not a lot of shrapnel damage there, mm. uh, but the burn is severe, <clears throat> extremely severe. So um, uh, typically if you have an engineering fault and like a something, so it's usually the EPS system blowing right, out. Right. Are they consistent with plasma burns or like chemical or other? Uh, the exterior burns uh, on her arms and legs where the shrapnel damage is, is consistent with plasma burn. Okay. Uh, there is some antimatter residue in the burn as well. Oh, no. Uh, on the chest and head section, the burns are more consistent with a superheated piece of metal. Okay. Um, like a contact burn. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which does not align with uh, the results of a typical explosion. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Get everyone up to date on my findings, of course. <clears throat> Did they say exactly what it was that exploded? Uh, they believe that there is a plasma conduit that was run that runs directly under her bed between two decks where she was located. It's just necessary. Like this is going to happen. <laughs> like they're just going to be sure. some crew quarters where shit can explode and kill you. I mean, it's a spaceship uh, and she happened to have one of them. So the initial findings are that the plasma conduit in her, but beneath her quarters ruptured. Mm, but who assigned her to those quarters? How deep did this go? <laughs> oh, don't get me started. Oh God! No, 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 no. <laughs> that will be something to find out when you can interrogate the Lexington's computer systems. So, uh, how long will it be until we can actually get on board to take a look at the systems? You could go right now. Okay. Uh, yeah, I will do my mandatory blood screening and uh, head on over. All right. Who is going with you? 
Who's 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 t- accompanying Lieutenant Platt? Oh, I'm going. Oh, yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. oh the, the the senior staff. We're doing okay, a proper so away missions now. That's right, real away missions. <laughs> all of your senior staff. Cardozo <laughs> shakes her head. Wipe <laughs> yeah, out the entire command structure in one fell swoop. That's right. Cool. So uh, we'll be crippled if if you guys get killed. But fine. Um, That's I what the commander orders. To, I've trained my intern. We're good. I am also going to bring um, three members of the Steve team. Mm-hmm. Okay. Team of each Steve's. one of us is going to be accompanied, like in case we split the party, um, right? Which is appropriate to do in in this setting. Um, we're all going to have a security personnel with us, someone to watch your back, as it were, so you don't get body snatched. I believe in to protect me. <laughs> so, uh, Steve Shields is always appreciated. That's right. So that, let's, that's going to leave Ensign Hammer in charge of security section. Yeah, no, it well. does. <laughs> <laughs> Hammer didn't make it on board. Oh, good grief! Is a member of the Steve team. Oh, is he? Oh, okay. I think so. Yeah, wasn't he a Steve? He's an, like, he, uh, his name like uh, Steve Hammer? Steve Hammer? Oh, man, so. maybe it is. It is. It He's is a member now. of the Steve team. He's now. <laughs> maybe, <sighs> uh, maybe, maybe I brought him with me so I could keep him, like, right. <laughs> an eye on him. But yeah, if they will allow it, uh, I would definitely want to see, it's uh, like, firsthand the, uh, uh, do a fr- see if we can do a forensics over the uh, the room itself right now, or particularly see the the conduit that exploded, and that's like the what may have caused it to generate that much power. All right, so uh, you arrive at the scene of the explosion. There are two security crewmen there, uh, and away from the scene of the explosion. Uh, so you arrive on the transporter pad. Unless you guys want to transport somewhere directly, I'm just going to assume <clears throat> you're transporting as you usually would ship to ship. Arriving yeah. on pads. Uh, as uh, if nobody else has any objections. Yeah, I assume that would probably be the more the protocol. Right. Yeah. Site so, to site's fairly rare. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you arrive there, uh, and as you round a corner, you hear an argument that is ending as you appear on scene, and it is apparently with uh, the captain of the ship. Uh, I can tell it's got a you know he's wearing a red captain's uniform, four pips. And the two security personnel who are preventing him from entering the quarters. Mm. He just shrugs angrily and stalks past you guys, ignoring you. So is that is that the captain of the Lexington? Uh, yes, it is. He was trying to get into where? Uh, the crime scene, if it is a crime. Uh... So are they uh, going actually going up to the uh, the security officers that are out there? Uh, to introduce myself. Uh, I'm... Uh, it's like uh, Lieutenant. Uh, that's like uh, Lieutenant Platt uh, from the Tigris. We're here to look at the uh, scene and introduce the chief as well. All right, so the two just two crew persons, and they're like, "Oh, I'm glad you're here. Uh, we just had to turn uh, our own captain away from the <laughs> from the scene here, and he was not too pleased about that. So, did I uh, apologize for prying into uh, your own ship based?" Uh, Shit, that's like your uh, words that apparently can come out of my mouth. Can you tell it was, a, it was a Friday and I didn't sleep very well tonight? This is what Platt does every single day. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, no, Never uh, sleeps. That's like, there, is there any particular reason that's like uh, why he had the need to go into this the area? Uh, he said he had a theory he wanted to check uh, and he promised not to touch anything and said he'd let us watch him, but 
you know, the Commodore ordered that no one can enter, but you guys. So we turned him away. Uh, you can talk to him later. I mean, maybe. Uh, well, we uh, intend to share all of our findings with uh, the command structure to make sure that everybody else is well informed and on and appraised of the situation. Okay. Uh, well, great then, I guess. Uh, whatever you guys want to do. Yeah, we can't just tell anybody what we find outside of the tigers. So. I will clap them both on the shoulder and give them a good, uh, you know, grizzled, like, knowing smile and, like, nod of the head in appreciation and tell them that they, it, I know it sucks, but you did, you're did you doing the job the right way. <clears throat> uh, well, we, we appreciate that. Um, and, uh... Like, who the hell is this? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they, they know you're right? a chief. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you're important somehow, but they're like, oh, well, thanks, uh, Chief. So we're just going to stand out here and, and leave it to you guys. <laughs> Not judging that with a 10-foot cattle prod. Um, so I'm welcome for you to come along, Doc, if you want to come in here and look at the, the scene of this. Um, I'd also be interested in your take on uh, records from the uh, Med Bay here, from Sick Bay here, mm-hmm. uh, and what what if anything different you might find as far as what they've done and or what they've recovered from the injuries if you'd rather go I, do that. I agree Chief. I, I would like to do both because I do want to get readings from here to compare to what I found in my initial examination. Yeah, absolutely. But then I'll, I'll head to sick bay right after. Okay. All right, so you go in. And the quarters are pretty badly destroyed. Uh you know, everybody, a lot of scorch marks. Tricorders starts scanning stuff. Yeah. All right. So the the Steve squad opens their tricorders and begins scanning. Uh, they're just recording regular data. They're not looking for anything special. Yeah. They're just, you know, it's going to be referred to you guys for examination. Uh, mean what... like the three of us, but yeah, that works too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, what directly has been destroyed in the room that was just completely decimated, or at least where, where it looks like the epicenter of the explosion was? Uh, it appears to be the bed. Um, so let me dig out that particular part. Just, just the bed. What type of ship also is Alexi? Just it is an M- galaxy. No, it's an ambassador class. Oh, sorry, that's baby galaxy. Baby um, galaxy. Yeah. And was there any damage to the deck below? Good question. Uh, well, when you look through, you can see that the the paneling for the deck below has received some damage, but nothing that penetrated. So it was an upward explosion. Yeah. Okay. Right. Uh, <laughs> right. So. Yeah, so the uh, the bed is destroyed, uh, and, and the area around the bed is destroyed. Uh, you can see through to the bottom, to the ruptured plasma conduit, um, and to the deck paneling below. Uh, a lot of scorch marks. The computers are still active, uh, or can be accessed, um, but a lot of the flammable material has been uh, burnt up. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm just going to go ahead and throw this out there, but I have this notice skill I'd really like to roll. I think that's fair. Fishy, uh, <laughs> something fishy shows up. Sure. That's oh, yeah. pretty solid. Oh, wow. Yep. I'll take that. Heck yeah. All right. So you look down. The first thing you notice is you look down into the, into the hole where the explosion comes from, and it's an upwards rupture. Uh, you can also see that the plasma conduit was, but the plasma conduit the ends of it are slightly bent downwards. So whatever caused the explosion wasn't on the pl- wasn't the plasma conduit itself. It ha- must have been some device placed on top of it. So definitely high likelihood assassination attempt. 
by some sort of extremely powerful explosive device. Um, Platt, you'd be more intimately aware of this, but this shouldn't be a surprise to anybody who's in Starfleet. Plasma conduits are protected with force fields because they're super goddamn dangerous. So it must have been powerful enough to penetrate the force field. And then the deridium or whatever metal was uh, that the plasma conduit is actually made out of. Um, With an engineering role, would it be possible to determine if it would be a safer option to either try to find something to uh, place on the conduit, or if an instruction was implanted in the system to disrupt the... uh, uh, disrupt the shields long enough in order to cause the accident or oh no yeah that that would be a hundred percent legit okay yeah all right i will go ahead and make my roll on that and actually since we're combined uh of me that's like bullshitting aspects again uh but since i am abso- absolutely combining this information with what uh thravish is giving during the uh the security street can i put three uh put up three dozen heads are better than one or none yes yeah okay here's think- a token I think we should say, like, just blanket statement that basically anything that our individual characters is finding out, we're, like, just automatically sharing with the group. Yeah, yes. I would say so. All right. So that'll be a plus two on that. Unless one of you is the change. Oh, no. <laughs> I, so, all right. So with the plus two on that, that's going to be a five. Uh, no, there was definitely a device placed on top of it. Uh, if the shields had been, even if the shields had been, if the shields had been manipulated to allow the plasma to vent upwards, there really would not be as much damage on the deck plating below the plasma conduit. Okay. So this was definitely a device that was definitely a device. In fact, you're probably, you're pretty sure it was some sort of antimatter explosive device, which would explain what we were hearing from the dock. Right. And uh, it's also one of the devices that is small enough to fit into the pretty limited space here. Which, given the fact, actually, how much, uh, given our our knowledge in the one, how much do we personally know about changelings? Um, you know, whatever has been revealed in the show before the assault on Betazoid, Beta Zed. Okay, so uh, would it, so we know that they well, it's like they could uh, again change and then get into tight spaces if necessary. Yeah, you are aware of all that. Yes. Okay, so I just want to make sure, so I'm not potentially metagaming at any point um no it's it's a um you know that's the sort of security blast that would go out to everybody at starfleet how do i identify a changeling here's what they could do yeah, yeah I, I, I was gonna ask in the timeline if this was before or after the klingon empire was infiltrated oh uh, it's definitely after yeah okay yeah okay so with but looking at that though they would still have to disrupt the shields at a certain point to be able to plant the device and then go about their day because that, like a phaser sweep, they wouldn't be able to get through that physically, right? So, at so if we're looking into this, we might uh, be able to find out a. T- uh, I can look through the systems and see if there might be a fluctuate a power cycle fluctuation during the time of. Uh, uh, you certainly could. All right, so uh, I guess I'm going to go down to main engineering since I probably wouldn't be able to pull that information from here, uh, and then see if I can, uh, and then see if I can uh, pull out, get that information from them and maybe pull some information from their chief uh, engineer. Uh, absolutely. Uh, let's get my list of people. For you, before we switch away from the, the, the scene of this, um, is there evidence to suggest that the explosion happened like on the bed or in the bed or under the bed, as opposed to like underneath the, the deck? Like uh, it appears to have occurred 
uh, under the deck, but there is an access panel where there should be, according to the ship's schematics, to access that particular, to get into accessing that uh, plasma conduit. Uh, you can see the rest of them, they're a little bit disrupted because they run under the bed. They follow the path of the conduit. But you'd have to, uh, for lack of a better term, unrivet them, but they're there. Um, and then I want to also look at the like damage patterns on the walls and the ceiling. Um, I'm looking for something to explain the change of uh, injury pattern to, didn't write her name down, the lady that got exploded. Proceed. <clears throat> Proceed. Right. Um, I should guess I should spell that in the chat so everybody knows. Yeah, like if the force, the contact burn threw up hard enough to. So, uh, yes. In fact, when you look up, I'm just going to keep, I'm going to stick with your original notice roll. Uh, you can tell that there's the imprint of, or like sort of a, a, a skein of metal on it that is not the same pattern as the rest of the material on the ceiling. Uh, it's in uh, a somewhat irregular shape. Like it's um, it's about, I would say, two meters long uh, and about a meter wide. Um, and it, it does have some like, it looks very uh, sharp. Like it has some like angled sections cut out of it. Like it's supposed to fit into something else, but it definitely doesn't fit into the floor. Hmm. Um, how much of the bed is left? The bed was uh, almost gone, all right? of it is it's almost entirely gone like the sides of the bed are there because they're metal but they're kind of like warped and somewhat melted uh but all the rest regular bedding material is is gone all burned away okay yeah um the frame of the bed that's left does it show like it exploded out um like that the, like the the sides were all like expanded out or does it yeah. look like it was blown yeah. up upwards towards the ceiling too? Uh, both out and upwards towards the ceiling. It's a little harder to tell because the sides of the bed ha- were damaged by the plastic ongoing plasma flow afterward. Um, so uh, next question is, is this standard construction of a bed for uh, Starfleet? Is there something wonky about the bed? Uh, the bed seems normal. That's the question you never really thought about uh, having, having asked of you. Uh, yeah, yeah I've never been interrogated about is this a normal bed? <laughs> no, regular ass bed for um, uh, humanoid. Anyway, I have one of the uh, one of the Steve team um, get an accurate trace of like like model or whatever the dimensions of the uh, the skein on the ceiling that so we know. Like, I know you gave us like the rough description, but I want to have like a proper modeling of exactly like what the angles were and how big it would be so that we could uh like match that up at some point if we needed to sure uh the defiant does not have a hollow deck but um you could probably use the hollow deck for the lexington or any of the other ships if you needed to uh or if you just want to run a regular not interactive model yeah, obviously yeah, I don't you wanna, do that yeah i don't want an interactive model i don't think um, okay. Not not for that particular thing. I'm I'm considering one for like creating the possible explosions to see how it all worked, but that's probably not for right now. Um, the only other thing I want to do in here is I want to go back through the uh, personal computer and everything like that and check logs and last uh, the last interactions that uh, Reseed had with uh, with like computer if she made any personal log entries or anything like that. 
Uh, she's got a ton of personal log entries. <laughs> oh no. Um, um, she keeps she has kept extensive notes. As soon as you log in, uh, you can tell that she has kept extensive notes of her intelligence and counterintelligence effort. I'm probably not uh, classified for this, but hey, I'm the guy they put in charge of it, so I guess I'll do it. Let me read all these things that I should not have access to. <laughs> I mean, you're you're going to know a lot about uh, what the task force knows after this. Uh, I mean, like. I'm 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 good with this. Like they asked me to do it, so I'm not going to feel bad at all about reading the stuff that I would want to read it anyway. So <laughs> uh, I don't know if you want to like move on with the other guys for a little bit. Come back sure. to me because I'm it, you know montage of me uh, reading and then yeah um, reading sitting there and, yeah <laughs> getting very excited. <laughs> uh, note that you have a temporary aspect uh, that will li- that will survive past this game. Uh, called Deep Knowledge of Task Force 74. <laughs> I'm writing that down now. Uh, as soon as you tag it, it will go away. But oh, That should once be at least you, two uses. <laughs> <laughs> once you use it, things will have changed. <laughs> oh, man, that's true. Two uses is deeper knowledge. Yeah, deeper yeah. knowledge. <laughs> um, Alright, let's go down to main engineering. Okay. All right, Olsen, uh, who's the chief engineer that I'm speaking to? Uh, you are speaking to Chief Engineer Hermina Vindogradov. All right. Uh, introduce myself. Uh, looks like uh, Chief Vindogradov. So I am uh, Lieutenant Flat from the Tigris. Uh, she shakes her hand. Uh, I've, uh, it's like I was wondering if I might be able to take a look at the plasma uh, like relay distribution system briefly. Uh, we, that's like as part of the investigations to see about the. Uh, it's like the incident with uh, Commander Rosalind. Uh, we're going to see if there might have been any particular tampering with that. Uh, it's like in order to introduce a foreign device onto the conduit itself. Right. Uh, yeah, you have full access, so go okay. go take a look. So, like that. So it uh, seems like you've been. Uh, it's like you've been keeping. Uh, it's like the ambassador classes up for a while. I've. Uh, uh, it's like pretty well, although I can't say much as I was on an Excelsior beforehand. This. Yeah, they're pretty reliable. I, I, um, you know, after after they built the galaxy, you know, they made some refinements, built the ambassador, and it, it's been a pretty reliable ship. I, it, it, good combat specs. If you're looking for that, I, I wasn't before this all happened. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, well, uh, it's always the hope of exploration instead of combat. But yes, we we, we live in the times that we 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 are given. But uh, although, as I'm kind of typing through and kind of look at before I do my engineering, I do actually look around and say, uh, although if you might uh, permit me a slight, slightly more personal question too, how well do you know the captain? Uh Captain Jellico. He's been captain for like uh, about a year. Um, oh shit, it's Jellico. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't realize that. I didn't realize that. <laughs> I know. Okay. I didn't say it yet. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it, okay, mild complaint on the roleplay. You said like, "Hey, white-haired guy, look at it." I was like, "That's like really cranky going by." <laughs> so sorry, that was out of character. I apologize. That's no, fine. Like, I guess I could have just said, uh, "This guy looks," but uh, you know. Okay, so uh, you know what? Just for, oh, uh, can I get a knowledge roll on that just to see if I know who he actually is? Sure, sure. <laughs> I got it. Is a three? What, what's a three get me? A three gets you. Uh, he's well thought of by Starfleet. Was very briefly in command of the Enterprise while 
uh, Picard was off doing something in classified somewhere, uh, kind of known as a hard ass. Uh, that's really all you get. Like he's well regarded, but bit uh, of a hawk. Yeah, yeah, he's a hawk, and he is definitely he's no nonsense. He doesn't put up with a lot of stuff. Uh, he doesn't put up with any actually. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Oh. So I, I obviously didn't recognize him, but since I've never actually met him, but uh, the rumors have been abound that he 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 likes things done his way and doesn't like a lot of uh, feedback. Uh yeah, that's that's true. Um, but he's got a lot of experience. He's usually right. Um, so although I that's like outside, I that's like would hopefully not completely bring up a full set of gossip on him. That's like as you're we're dealing with a investigation as such, but uh, he did seem fairly adamant about getting into the commander's room. I, I'm not surprised. He, you know, he, he's gonna, he takes this pretty hard like it happened on his ship, on his watch, so he's, he's very he takes that very seriously. Okay. Uh, can I get an empathy roll just to see if uh, she's if she's not really bringing anything else up that she might know? Uh, yeah, you can, about. absolutely. Okay. Uh, pff, nope. <laughs> Want to spend a fate point? Uh, you want to spend a fate point? For hey, to, you to give you more fate points. Yeah, we'll, go, we'll go ahead. We'll go ahead and finish fate point for a reroll on that. So, All right, sure. Take it. Got to see what's behind that nebula. Absolutely. God. Wait, didn't I get one for that? <laughs> no, no. All right, uh, but yeah, we'll spend the fate point on there. So uh, okay, I'll give you two unless you want to reroll. And your uh, roll was. Uh, zero. Yeah, so. great, yeah. yeah, I'll just do a reroll and see what that brings me. That's probably going to get... Uh, might get a... <laughs> Holy shit, that doesn't get anything. Never mind. Uh, nah, seems uh, seems good. Yep. All right. No, I guess not. So, all right. Uh, but I will go ahead and start looking. Uh, let's see for that. We just had to be another generic engineering roll to see if there's any issue. Or I mean, there's no roll really required. Um, okay. So... In fact, not only was there a disruption of the shielding around the plasma conduit, but it was left off for like 15 minutes. How badly could that have been? And the plasma was diverted out of that conduit. Mm. So somebody deliberately set up a, a pathway up here to make sure. Um, although I do I, I do ask the, uh, the, uh, the chief, uh, are... How uh, long was like? Was there any kind of uh, repair scheduled for this time around the commander's area? No, not at all. So, although given the fact that this would need to, uh, it's like this is a highly dangerous thing. I would have presumed that you would have to have a command, uh, a command code clearance to be able to do that kind of diversion. Well, I mean, I could do it uh, so, without but, have, but I'd I'd leave a log. I mean, unless I was the criminal, right? But uh. uh I mean, I could do it. Um, the the EXO could do it. Uh, Commander Reinhardt. Uh, I guess Commander Dulas could do it. She's Strategic Operations Officer. Commander Hierro could do it. She is Chief of Staff. A Commodore could do it. Um, I expect anybody... And, of course, uh, Commander Razid could do it. Okay. Uh, some of those... Like some of the command staff or, or some of the Commodore staff, I would expect would be like a little sloppier about it. This looks pretty clean. Okay. So it looked like it would be there. So um, 
And yeah, for the area itself, just uh, I want to take a look at it through there. Could I actually tell if there was a deliberate path that was made or that's uh, like if it went into any place else? Uh, it looks like it was diverted in the smallest possible area. So were there uh, any other rooms connected to that particular one that were also it was also emptied out at the time? Yes. Uh, and the rooms are provided, you know, I'll tell you okay. what they are. Uh, there are also crew quarters. Um, so and it looks like know? it's a it's a line of four quarters where you could divert the plasma onto another path and cut those out of the route. But that's okay. as that's as small as as small a diversion as you could make it. Okay, who are the crew members that are in those particular rooms? Uh, let's see. They are uh, there is uh, uh, Lieutenant uh, Lilia Mika. I should write these down. Okay. All right, I also write them down on my side too. <laughs> I'm just going to put them in the chat. Okay, thank you. Okay. Like, do my Mr. Bean voice. <laughs> Dumb Star Trek names. Dakota is the cl- closest to Dakot, and that's our bad guy. I, 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 I am so happy that I was not the only one thinking that. Okay. Uh, let's make sure I indicate that this person is a Vulcan. That person is a Vulcan. This next person is Tellerite. Okay, so in that case, with what I was asking before, so uh, uh, Lieutenant Mus and Ensign Starek are in the same room. Okay, so uh, so that and Starek are the same room, and with the yeah. list, uh, with the kind of the the the, uh, uh, the question about who would have potential access codes to be able to uh, take uh, to be able to uh, convert that or to turn that off or to divert the plasma. From the relay, are do any of these people have that kind of command clearance? Uh, I mean, the no. I mean, your best bet is Lieutenant Moss or Lieutenant Mika. Uh, Mika's higher rank; she works in ops. Ops. I mean, all right, you know how Starfleet works. Ops all over the ship. Uh, Moss is an engineer, and he does work uh, in the plasma routing. Like plasma management is his speciality. But well, I don't know why I pronounced it like that. <laughs> um plasma management is his specialty but he uh i would be extremely surprised if he was capable enough to erase all evidence of an alteration from the computer well if we are dealing with somebody who that's like who has assumed his identity then their skills are maybe outside of our current knowledge base i mean it's possible so um, but we're looking in there of well, it's like, but I think that uh, we should be able to look in to see if there, uh, what would, is this uh, going on there? Uh, contact uh, the uh, contact our chief and let him know the names of everybody who. Uh, it's like we might need to interrogate here shortly. Uh, Twenty four style. Uh, that's up. To, that's up to you. <laughs> uh, I will pop my head outside the door real quick and be like, "Hey, fellas! Uh, by the way, these three people, like or four people, uh, need them uh, brought in for questioning." So, but, uh, uh, all right, we'll relay that to our people. Thanks. Uh, and definitely want to look in the rooms. So, and see what that's uh, like, if there's anything else that might be traced through their own, their own systems, uh, replication systems, personal computers, pads, whatever. Did they leave the ship any time in the past? Absolutely. <laughs> so uh, any of them have become mildly popular when they were no, nobody wanted to be around them. Oh, dang. Uh, all right. Any other questions or comments? Uh, not, else for my, do here? Uh, not that I can think of at the moment. All right. 
Oh, Joe. So, oh, Joe. Yes. I have. Yes. I have so much. Like, I have, page, <laughs> I have a full page. I have a full page of stuff. Just like, you want me to start rattling off the questions? <laughs> sure. I'm, I'm sure I'll have to make up some of the answers. <laughs> um, so, first of all, did I find anything out on my uh, digging through the, the logs and stuff? Were you yes. asking? I'm sorry. Were you asking Aaron if if there was anything else for him? I thought you were asking like it's us in general. So that's a good good move, Aaron. Um, no, uh, I think I was ready to move on to a different scene, so that's fine. Uh, all right, here is what you get out of her material that you can use right now. Okay. Uh, one, she detected unusual subspace pockets, almost undetectable, in and around the Lexington. Uh, she indicates that there are theories which uh, exist, which indicate the changelings store their excess mass in subspace um, when they change shape or draw further mass from subspace when they become something very large. Uh, those theories have not been proven. Uh, she also knows they increased during repairs to the Lexington's impulse engine, which happened about a month ago, and that they were concentrated in that area. Uh there are unusual enzyme traces aboard uh, of no known source. However, she does note that the Lexington had been examining protocellular life in its previous mission, you know, before a war broke out. She also uh, notes throughout that she is uh, frustrated at being prevented from uh, pursuing her investigations to the extent she would prefer. Uh, almost the entire command staff uh, uh, on board the ship and uh, the admiral's staff or not the admiral the commodore's staff uh have opposed her uh investigations into whether there was a changeling infiltration hmm. does she say anything about why they were opposing it uh she notes yes there is material as to why they're opposing it um here uh the commodore is opposed to it despite her preliminary reports he thought they were a little shakier than they needed to be to provide proof to risk the morale damage it would do to the task force. Uh, the Seventh Fleet has taken a pretty bad beating, with the exception of Task Force Seventy Four, because Task Force Seventy Four is, is is its like scouting elements. So you guys collectively have done a pretty good job when the rest of, the rest of the fleet has gotten fucked up by the Dominion. So oh, yeah. he doesn't want to like drag everybody down. Sure. Uh, Jellico opposed it based on countermeasures that were already put in place. There are already regular screening, medical screenings going on, uh, because it damages his crew's efficiency. Um, you know, a, a deeper investigation is really going to take a lot of people out of the rotations, etc., uh, and be very intrusive to the operations of the ship. Uh, the chief of Just staff, yeah, the chief of staff, uh, Hero, uh, was opposed, uh, based on no proof that any damage was done, so there's no reason to have an investigation. Um, Commander Dulas, who you are familiar with, uh, opposed an investigation based on uh, similar events in her recent past. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, one of the few people who supported it was the XO of the Lexington, Commander Reinhardt. He supported it uh, as a precautionary measure he thought that, like, yeah, but if we can prove there are no changelings, then we'll be <clears throat> we'll be able to move on from this and concentrate on 
actual intelligence counterintelligence activities uh crew morale will eventually recover because it's you know the crew is good and you know if it does turn out there's a changeling then we'll find it which would also be really good yeah hmm. yeah which which would be good <laughs> okay um so was there anybody that she was working very closely with in regards to that no, so it's, a, it's basically a solo operation. Okay. Uh, Starfleet have- intelligence is stretched pretty thin now that they have to like distribute all of their officers among the crews of actual. Act- um, was that her actual assigned? Like, was that what she was supposed to be working on, or was she doing that like on top of her normal duties? She was doing it on top of her normal duties. What was her normal duties? <clears throat> uh, intelligence. She's mostly placed in an intelligence and counterintelligence role. With regards to Dominion military activities, okay. um, does she have any uh, family, spouse, partner, anything like that that's on the ship with her? No. Uh, like mm-hmm. most of Starfleet intelligence, she is single and without significant family that she is close to. At a recruit with that in mind. Did she have any communications with family, friends recently, like in her personal logs and stuff like that? Uh, yes, but no classified information, uh, and she. You know how she felt. Um, she does express her frustrations <coughs> that she believes that there is an investigation that should occur uh, that don't um, that uh, did not maybe wasn't going the way she would prefer it would go. But that's as that's as deep as it gets. It's, there are some moments of frustration regarding her role. Okay. Um, so. Knowing that we know now that the, the plasma conduit was diverted, or the log show that it was diverted, um, and then what I already rolled on my notice earlier, does it change anything that I would have made, any assumptions that I had made previous? Like instead of like something being placed on the conduit, was something sent through the conduit? It was definitely placed on the conduit. Okay. Um, is there like the ability to get into or out of the conduit, localized uh, anywhere? Um. So if you could somehow fit into the size of the conduit's exterior housing, which is about, I would say, two feet square, um, which most people would have difficulty doing. Certainly, if you got in there, it would be very difficult to proceed. Uh, She could have, like, the the conduit is certainly accessible via this room or anywhere it runs if you remove the plating, but that would be something that's hard to hide. I was meaning, like, the conduit itself. Or the the area that kind of goes through for like a changeling, since they are technically considered to be a liquid state unless they deem otherwise. Uh it's supposed to be airtight. Um, you go do like a physical inspection of those four rooms, um, and then I am going to want to interrogate the other personnel that are in those rooms. All where right. Is, actually, real quick, where is her room in relation to those four? Uh they are not. She's in. They're in interior corridors. She's towards the outside of the ship, and the conduit is running radially from the center shaft where it meets the uh, disc section, the saucer section of the Ambassador class. Uh, it runs forward through the center of the saucer to a central point and then radiates outwards in like a star pattern. So <clears throat> the it's the corridor... Diagonally across from her, uh, not the corridor, the the quarters diagonally across from her, and then the one behind that in the corridor next 
inside the ship. Actually, you know what? I'll just draw it. <laughs> we do, hey, we do have rule 20 for this kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't right. wait. Nope, that's a square. Delete. <laughs> there we go. Here's the circle. Freehand. Mm. So here's her the location. Here's where it starts. And it's running in this direction. So it would be, that's her corridor. Uh, there's one here, and then one here. Here's another corridor. And then the last one is here. In the third corridor in the center of the room. Okay. okay, so they're all like separated by a couple corridors, just going straight yeah. underneath each one? Right. Okay. Um, Except for the last one, which is shared by the last two. Uh, the Vulcan Stouturic and uh, the Tellarite Mus. Okay. I also want to pull in anybody that shares adjacent quarters to hers on that outside uh, part of the corridor and um, directly across the hall, like adjacent to the, the one that's across the hall from her. All right. I want to talk to like all of those people. Um, I think I want to go inspect the other four or the three rooms first. All right. Well, give me a quick notice roll for that. I can roll notice. Notice is a good skill for me. Roll that shit. If I can get my character sheet. Oh, where did it go? Uh-oh. Character sheet, you're <laughs> dead. <laughs> Little did you know, you've died. Oh, fuck. <laughs> you've been a ghost this whole time. Um, all right, uh, so the other crew quarters look pretty typical. They look unmolested. Uh, there's no evidence of any tampering here. Okay. Um, I am going to move the beds and make sure that there's nothing underneath the beds. So assuming they're uh, all a pretty similar layout. Yes, they all fall on the same layout. Uh, there is no difference in any of the bedding anywhere. Doesn't look like anybody's pried up anything underneath the bed to get into the conduits? No. Okay. Uh, they are clean. It looks like they had nothing. Has- the ship was commissioned. Does anybody have an out-of-place bucket? <laughs> <laughs> Seems like an odd place to store your bucket. Hmm. Uh, there is a bucket in... <laughs> no, there's no bucket. Don't, on this. Don't joke about it. <laughs> there's no bucket. No buckets, you're clean. Um, do a, does a plasma conduit make noise, like when it's in operation? Uh, yeah, but usually it's muffled. Uh, there is some baffling in the conduit uh, outer shell. Like, I know it wouldn't be, like, horribly loud, but it would be something like if it were turned off, people would notice? Uh, probably they wouldn't. Um, maybe somebody with especially sensitive ears would notice, but otherwise, no. Okay. It just makes that... Um, okay, do you want to go? Uh, Burke hasn't done anything yet. Go harass um, Burke for a minute, and I'll, I'll I'll get more questions for you lined up here, Joe. Oh, great! Just <laughs> <laughs> no, to do all the other stuff first. Like the sick bay is easy to do. I just want to go grab copies of all the reported samples. All right, so you grab uh, a bunch of copies of the reports. Uh, you get kind of the cold shoulder from the doctor. Typical. Uh, he is upset that the case was removed from his hands. <laughs> I don't want to do it either, but like, mine. Oh, um, so I basically just want to read over their initial reports and see how thorough they were. If they noted all the same stuff that we saw, uh, they did. Uh, the reports are very thorough. Uh, they have more. <clears throat> you have access to anything that they uh, obtained from mm-hmm. the body. So uh, well, she's not dead. Sure, but uh, yeah. Patient. Okay, because uh, my main concern was if anybody was just leaving off evidence off the Lexington's report. Uh, there does not appear to be so. Um, okay. In fact, uh, you do get a little bit more material uh, because some of the stuff that was being tested 
has come through later. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the things you find is that there is a there was a, a piece that was originally thought to be shrapnel, but was actually um, appeared to have been uh, seared to her skin. Uh, that is appears to be a piece of pl- starship outer hull plating. What? Yeah. Uh, it's the same material anyway, and it looks like it's been exposed to... It looks like it's actually been in space, like it's been exposed to radiate uh, spatial radiation. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just like a small triangle, uh, about two centimeters long and one centimeter wide. Okay. Uh, it was removed from her, like, left hip. Uh, like, just but, generically A-hole or the Lexington? Uh, not necessarily the Lexington. It's A-hole. Okay. Of a spacefaring vessel. Mm. Uh, now, you're not an engineer, and no engineers have looked at it yet. Okay. Uh, yeah. So you're not sure where it could come from. But if you showed it to one, they might be able to give you more information. Boy, do I know one. Mm. Uh, <laughs> okay. Then I will gather up all the reports, all right. uh, including that. And if the doc's not going to talk. Oh, so uh, some of the shrapnel is from uh, metals that are known but never used in the fact you do know that. Okay. Uh, a lot of it is obviously like stuff the deck plating was built out of and parts of the plasma conduit. But there is some material in here that is of an unknown type to you anyway. And the medical establishment. Okay. Does the doc have any thoughts on this? <clears throat> he says, um, and this is Dr. The fair, another Andorian, a lot of Andorians. On this. Well, that's how you know it's crime. In fact. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Oof. Da, da, da. Uh, didn't even make sense. Anyway, <laughs> thinks that, uh, I mean, he's never encountered anything like this. Uh, however, uh, the ship has run into, you know, some dominion forces before. So maybe it's from the dominion. How did it get into the commander's skin? Uh, I mean, it was seared on. Uh, so maybe the bomb was, the, was the... built out of, well, oh, you mean you, do you mean, so just to be clear, the whole plating is definitely Federation standard. Okay. Uh, the yeah, other can... material isn't. Like, some of the other shrapnel is not. Is it? But it's unidentified. I need to get it to an engineer. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, and the whole plating, you could get more information about that from an engineer. Like, what ship it might be from, or what style, or etc. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So it's good that you know somebody like that. Yes, it is. <laughs> um... Yeah, I guess I'll thank the doc and, and head out to regroup. How many questions right now? All right. Uh, he says he he says grumpily that he mm. will be at your service. Much appreciated. Although I do like the idea of uh, uh, the doc, Lenar, uh, uh, just looking and saying like, "Oh, we're done with you now." Shoo shoo. Wait, this is my this <laughs> is my sick bag. No, go. <laughs> Get out. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> Percreating the ruby rods. Yeah. Okay, I just wanted to make sure I knew that was correct. All right, so uh, what's next? Who's going to meet up? Anybody? Okay, uh, we could probably uh, if we have like a meeting room or something, we could probably get of uh, that's like collect our uh, all of our evidence right now and see if anything's coalescing. Okay, so I uh, while you guys are doing that, we can have uh, the Shiv dispose of uh, the. <laughs> The other suspects with a very quick, uh, I guess, let me just take a look at the character sheet. Phrasing on that one. 
dispose yeah, of. Really I mean, maybe he will dispose of them. Uh, just in, in a rapport role, I would say, or empathy of the other identified crew members along the path of the plasma conduit. Great. That's uh, five. So they clearly don't have anything to do with it. Like they didn't even know anything had happened. Like they knew there was an explosion, but every it's pretty clear they are innocent of any involvement in this potential crime. Um, is the hearing of the Vulcan capable of detecting the on or off state of the plasma conduit? Uh, let's find out. <laughs> That's a really good question. What do your Vulcan ears hear? Ah, nice. Everything. Uh, yeah. He said, uh, he tells you that he did, in fact, notice uh, cessation in plasma flow at about that time. Uh, it was in the morning. He was off shift. So he was here attempting to sleep. Uh, the disruption did not disturb him, but he did note it. Okay. Okay. Um, so... That was the big thing to get from them, really, uh, when we determined that we don't think the rooms were messed with at all. Yeah. But we did confirm that the power conduit was, in fact, rerouted for a while. Um, it was, yeah. It wasn't just like the logs were tampered with or anything like that. So that's good. She had pieces <clears throat> of hull in her skin. Um, so, yeah, we need to figure out what the heck is with the hull, like where it came from or what it is exactly, like what ship it's from. Um, there's also... Um, some enzyme traces that were um, being investigated by our victim that I'd like you to take a look at, see if you okay. can figure out. Um, they, they were doing some um, micro... Uh, proto-matter. Or proto-matter uh, experiments and stuff earlier that may be the source of this, but I'm not 100%, and our victim was 100% on that, so we can determine what is going on with the enzyme traces. Um, and then I'm also going to have um, get on top of the, uh, the subspace pocket, because that's way above my pay grade as far as engineering goes. So, uh, Platt, you realize, as soon as you look at it, you're like, oh yeah, that's that's hull plating from a Type 2 shuttlecraft. 100%. Oh. So, uh, so in that case, uh, yeah, which... Oh, we need a list. We absolutely need a list of uh, which shuttlecrafts went in for repairs. Or which ones are uh, currently... That's like out uh, currently out of commission. Alright, you can call that up from this conference room. Yeah, so just trying to pull uh, that information up and see. There is there are none that are in repair or out of commission. Okay. Uh you could cross reference it with uh Receives Access. So that was my last one, so Receives yeah. Access, uh as well as any of the others that we in their different rooms. Sure. Uh she had access to the shuttlecraft Njal and JL. Uh, which is one of the Lexington shuttles. She used it uh, a week ago. Okay. Uh, she left the ship temporarily and brought it back. Okay. So the after all. that, all right. uh, you could go find that if you want. I think I will. And seeing about it. Uh, as for the other material, uh, what is the what, what is the material composition for uh, what we're seeing in there outside of the the Type Two shell? Because they said it was that was non Federation. Uh, yeah. So this is. This is a metal type that has been theorized in the Federation, and replication of it is probably like 10 years away. Uh, it's a complex interlocking uh, molecule, completely artificial. Uh, it would result in stronger hole plating if 
the plan was to survive uh, direct energy impacts. Um, now, if you want to give me a knowledge roll, I can tell you more about it. But that's absolutely that's what you know off the top of your head. Okay, I will go ahead and do that then. <laughs> so, nope. No, unfortunately, I have no other information <laughs> about this. You got a lot going on. You're. Uh... <laughs> I'm just going to say that uh, you know you've never been chief engineer for a ship before. It's a pretty big jump in responsibility. In, yep, uh, so. in like a year or so, or maybe like six months, you'd have access to all this information. You just you just can't bring it up. It's yeah, familiar. So. I will tell you this. It, you definitely think you recognize it from somewhere. You just cannot place it. So just when I have a little bit more time, then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, but yeah, I will go. Uh, unless the other, uh, my co- uh, it's like uh, my cohorts need me, I will be down in the shuttle bay. Uh, was there anything about that uh, material in the in Rashid's notes? Rashid's. Uh, she doesn't reference that, but she does reference um, several recovered Dominion explosive devices, uh, obviously sabotage devices that recovered from Federation colonies near the Cardassian border uh, that are supposed to be on board. There's supposed to be three of them. Okay, that's a that's that's a thing. Uh, are they still present and accounted for? Um, unknown. <laughs> you have no one has checked. <laughs> like so, like the captain told you, they just sat on everything until you guys got here. But they knew you were like forty eight hours out, so they just waited. I am both impressed and uh, slightly uh, nerved by that. <laughs> uh, Wait on me, please continue. I'm still. Uh, all right, so. Sorry. Uh, no, you can you can go, Burke. Oh, I was going to say, do I have access to lab space where I can do the enzyme? Yeah, they will give you lab space. Okay, I don't know if it was compromised. Uh, as far as you're aware, it isn't. <laughs> you could go back to the Tigris for lab space, but you know that the the labs there are less good. Yeah. Okay. Then I will. I will do it here. Uh. All right, well, give me a hmm, science or medicine roll. Okay. And I have a plus two to create an advantage when researching new subjects. That counts? Uh, I will say it counts, yeah. All right. So it's a six. Nice. Uh, this is definitely not protomatter that has been discovered by Starfleet. You're pretty familiar with it. Uh, you know, its potential uses for medicine are high. Mm. Um, you know, if you can... It's even better than replicating, right? Replicating, mm-hmm. you still have to build it out of the individual atoms. What if there was some like non pseudo atom that you could make whatever atom you wanted? <laughs> okay, but it's not like changeling parts. Ah, uh, well, maybe <laughs> <laughs> is the thing. Uh, if, if you had to, <laughs> you don't know enough about their uh, physiology, mm-hmm. um, but it could be. Like, if you had to guess, if if you were going to build something like a changeling, this is what you would make them out of. Okay. I'm definitely going to keep that in a very sealed vial. <laughs> Do we know about their requirement to... Can they stay separated? Like, if a little piece of a changeling is captured, does it need to be rejoined? Uh, eventually, or it will die. That's what I thought. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and someone will probably come for this. If well, I mean, the, the matter is, like, it's very... Like, the amount of it is extremely small it's like sure. less than a mole but it's been collected well maybe yeah um 
Okay. I, so, I don't, we don't know anything about them. I don't know. Yeah, you don't. <laughs> Maybe they will have to come back and get it. <laughs> uh, all right, let's cut to the shuttlecraft. Okay. So the su- shuttlecraft Njal uh, is, in fact, now that you look at it, missing a panel. It's on the bottom beneath the two, uh, uh, between the two nacelles, and uh, it is a fuel access point. Uh, this panel is approximately two meters long by one meter wide. Okay, so uh, take a scan for that uh, from my tricorder. How much, and compare how much uh, antimatter should be in there for its, it's like its warp core and whatnot versus uh, it's like what it has right now. Uh, it is extremely clean. Uh, so the, the, the shuttle is fully fueled. Like it has sufficient antimatter and matter to run its warp core. Okay. Uh, the fuel access point is very clean um, because you can't really fuck around with antimatter. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so there's no antimatter here other than what you would expect for, you know, other than what residue you would expect, decayed antimatter you would expect for uh, fueling or fueling okay. purposes. Yeah. All right, then. Uh, in that case, then, because just not knowing what the, the panel is or not seeing the point, because my assumption was that this is where they might be try- they might have tried to collect some antimatter uh, for the explosion that went off. Uh, can I do a notice check to see if anything seems off? Other than the panel missing, no. Okay. Um, so uh, would, would a notice no check... No check required. Okay. So there's nothing else in there. Uh, pull up the record logs. So for travel, when it was taken out, uh, maintenance, if it was put on to the, in this particular one to see if they're, if it's recording anybody else being here within the last week or so. Um, yeah, so no one has used it since uh, Rashid has. It hasn't been put in for maintenance, uh, except that she refueled it when it returned to the ship. Uh, it does have flight log. The flight log was it flew to a specific nebula. Okay. And then uh, a communication was made. Uh, access to that communication is denied. Uh, and then she returned to the ship with. Uh, what, under what reasoning is it denied? So is uh, it, it is locked out with a Starfleet intelligence uh, security code. Okay. So who was communicating with what? Um, so how and how high is that particular code? What's the access grant on it? Uh, it is, you would say that, uh, you're not exactly familiar with like code levels, but you'd say this is probably task force to fleet level code, which which would be, it would be right in her range of codex. So we would, so at this point right now we would need commander or higher to be, uh, specifically somebody in Starfleet intelligence, probably, probably intelligence. Uh, uh, and I don't think, yeah. And unfortunately I don't believe we have any, well, trying to think well engineering is probably not going to go with it i probably can't put up a programming for a decryption algorithm can i you could try and hack it uh but you know unless you get a very high roll you're gonna need a you're gonna need some shifts <laughs> it would uh, totally assist the shit out of that yeah so i'll actually call the chief like i that's like we found an interesting thing but i'm uh, in all honesty i'm a little bit more hesitant to call uh, it's like to call any other higher securities for for this transmission, either for the fear of either being denied or for the possibility of our chain uh, our changeling friend finding out by act. That's uh, like through our uh, investigations. So, would you mind coming down here and assisting me with this? Absolutely, I will be there directly. Okay. Hope they're not co- listening in our comm channels. 
<laughs> so I'll keep looking around at that. Uh, and so we have at least the transmission that from Rosalind that seems a little bit fishy. Um, anything else for personal effects or something else that might have been left in here? Uh, she left no effects. Okay. So nothing else right there. Okay. Uh, well, I'll just wait for Thravish to get down here, and then we can make our roll together and see what we can do. Is there anything in the records um, about the nebula that it traveled, that the shuttlecraft traveled to? Like, what's in there, or what's it comprised of? Anything special about it? Uh, the nebula is supposed to be the location of a uh, comm relay specific to Starfleet Intelligence. Uh, you you get that information out of. It's not obvious. But like she refers to the com relay a few times, okay. uh, and you know problems accessing it because they changed the code so quickly. So easy assumption is to make that it is for Starfleet intelligence only. Plus, okay. a Nebula is not a great location location relay unless you want to hide it. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, which is a definite possibility, but still. Although it, there's the possibility that you know somebody could have gotten ambushed during there, or that's true, a, or hitched a ride. Maybe she's the changeling. <laughs> um, when I get down to the shuttle bay, I'm going to send our Steve team, our two guys on the Steve team, um, to track down um, status of the recovered sabotage devices. Uh, all right. To go make sure that they're still like being securely held where they're supposed to be at. So I am technically here to protect. Um, I'm all about none of us going by ourselves anywhere. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, all right. Let's get this roll to crack this code. All right. So in my case, uh... the ship will not assist you. By the way. <laughs> um, I don't have like a security anymore. What would my assist? <laughs> Let's take a look. Let's take a look at this old character sheet. Hmm. Sciences or knowledge or engineering. It's all going to be plus one. Well, so one thing that's not captured in the sheet is that you do have a like blanket sort of security thing at plus three from. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. The mode in atomic robo, you kind of have your mode. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot about that. All right, then, uh, then it would just be your plus three security mode. I'm just going to write this in as like a security. Yeah, yeah, you could. Yeah, it'll work. Yeah. Hmm. That's terrible. What the? What the Ooh. shit? Throw. Um, Reroll. Reroll. Yeah, <laughs> throw, yeah, throw. yeah. Um, take a fate point from it because uh, difficult Bad. jobs are a personal challenge. They are. This is this is pretty difficult. I want to do that all over again. There we go. That's okay. Better. All right, Adam. What you? What are you gonna get? What are you gonna roll? All right. Uh, I'm gonna roll uh, engineering since we're trying to decrypt it with the security information. In so, fact, I'm going to give you a fate point because you need to find what's behind that nebula. So I, was already, I, I, I literally was going to suggest that anyway <laughs> since this is yeah. there. So, okay, thank you then. All right, yep, I'll go ahead and do that. You know this is a thing you probably shouldn't do, but you, you can't help yourself. Yeah, we, we just need to do it, so. Oh, yeah, so that's a lot better. All right, you know what, I'm just going to uh, deal you a fate point. Okay. <laughs> I could have just told you, Platt, that there's a calm relay behind that nebula but hey you know whatever <laughs> again these are things that i'm not aware as most of the time i am literally next to a warp drive and there are not many windows around us that i can see that out of all right so uh i'm gonna say with that combined seven you do get in it takes a while you're down there for a couple hours work section uh, 31 can kiss my yeah. ass do 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 this is not a section 31 code. <laughs> I just, 
I just sing that on a regular basis in case they are listening in. Wow. Uh, you I mean, wouldn't. you're not even supposed to know they exist. <laughs> anyway. I'm blaming, I'm blaming Q. Who's Q? I don't know. Uh, um, so, uh, the communication is directly to some admiral. Uh, I guess I should... I have this person's name, so let me go get it. Uh, admiral Watt. Uh, about... What's his name? What? Yeah. What? <laughs> Who's on first? What? What's on second? Uh, there you go. Uh, all right. So she asks for special authorization to conduct this investigation since she was turned down by the uh, command staff in the task force. Uh, and the at and for uh, Starfleet intelligence resources to conduct it with, uh, and she is turned down. They just do not have the material to spare, uh, and the admiral is unwilling to attempt to override the commander on point, which is Commodore Hanford, the commodore commanding the task force, because uh, that's just not a good idea. She give any additional or different details about why she believes so thoroughly that there's a need for this investigation? Uh, no, she just provides everything in a more succinct form from what you found from her notes. Uh, she does not provide anything other than that, except to purvey it or, or, or to provide it to the Admiral in a very specific format. Um, you know, it's sort of like a report. So he believes that she has a good case, but he's not going to try and force the issue for her, uh, and indicates that, you know, she's going to have to figure out a workaround for herself. He provides her with some advice, like look for some actual crimes, uh, you know, maybe do use uh, the ship sensors when you get access, etc. But uh, uh, some particular effort, uh, some particular, um, he states especially strongly that Find a crime, any crime, find something to justify it to the eyes of her immediate superior. Hmm. Yo. What? What's the current condition of Proceed? Like, is she conscious at all? Uh, no, she's, she is unconscious, she's going to be unconscious for the next two or three days at least. Uh, she's based in the future equivalent of a healing coma. Like, she lost a ton of blood. Uh, you know, she's full of chemicals. She's out of it. Okay. Um, did oh, I mentioned it? Did we look into the subspace pockets, Aaron? <coughs> uh, I don't think so. No, you guys have been down here breaking this code this whole yeah. time. Okay. Before we move off off of the off of the code and the the communication, is there any other communications from to or from Starfleet intelligence that seem pertinent to this? No. Uh she. In fact, most communications from the ship go to that, uh, you were aware already, go to that uh, node directly or transmitted directly from the ship, but they're usually not urgent, so it's okay if they take some time to get out there. Okay. That's like, those are just regular reports to Starfleet Intelligence, nothing special. Okay, so it's more of like a, a dead drop transmission. Yeah. That's there. But if you um, want something, if you want to contact them fast, you kind of have to be like right on top of it, which is why she took the shuttle out there. Okay. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. So, um, silly question that I did, I did kind of think of from what Sean just said. Um, can I, have I, can I check the sensor logs to see if there is anything odd that the shuttle was encountering the, the last time it was taken out? Um, sensor logs show nothing especially unusual. Okay. So yeah, no, and no sign of eraser, erasure or anything. 
Okay, so it, it was just, it looks like it was just regular, yeah, it was regular, regular astrological data that was brought up? Yep. Okay. So, uh, it's still odd, though, that it was at least things that were taken from her, uh, from this, uh, from where the commander was, and then immediately utilized to uh, blow her up. By the way, the Steve's report back, and there is one of the devices missing. Awesome. Okay. Um... Yeah, I'm going to ask Platt to look into the subspace pockets thing. Because that's weird shit, and it's way above anything that I'm going to understand. All right, certainly. Um, and then I would like to go and talk to the engineer of the Lexington. Okay. Um, I'm going to go get one of the um, sabotage devices and ask the in, and then and then ask to meet the engineer. I want to take it with me to go meet. Him. Okay. Uh, this is where you're going to hear from uh, Captain Jellico. <laughs> you're still going to do it, but after this, he's going to be like, what the <laughs> fucking fuck? <laughs> you sound just like him. <laughs> well, I mean, that's not going to be exactly how he puts it, but that will be the essence of what he means. Right, right. Um, okay, so I'm going to ask the engineer to um, determine exactly how the sabotage device would uh, function, what its yield would be, and all that jazz. Um, and then to model for me the the ship's computer, um, what would happen if a piece of uh, plating, hull plating off of a Type 2 shuttlecraft were to be put between um, the device and, say, like, an interior wall of the Lexington? And um, then... If that all kind of lines up roughly with what happened in her quarters, to full on model that out for me, um, placement of the device underneath the decking, uh, with the bed over the top of it, her in the bed, with the plating um, used as a barrier between her core and the like. Um. Okay. Uh, just give me a, a security roll for that. That's something you would imagine happens pretty frequently. Like, you guys must model stuff all the time. Um, let's see here. I feel like... Um, can I use I for detail and get a plus two? No, that's plus two to notice. Never mind. That's not the right thing to use. It is if you roll notice. <laughs> but I'm not rolling yeah. notice, yeah. I just looked at that and I was like, yeah, that's what I, I want an advantage for criminal investigations. But that's do not that. the right, not right way to do that. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Notice isn't really, like, locked down to just perception in fate, so... No, yeah. Notice has a lot of wide application. I, I would um, allow a notice roll here. Well, in that case, allow me to roll my plus five instead of my plus three. Sure. Um, and since I'm doing that, can I use my eye for detail and get a plus two? Uh, yes. <clears throat> uh, so six plus two. Yeah. Here we go. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, so you run the model. Uh, it. You've done this. You know, you used to work with explosive devices. Uh, so you've done this before. It's fine. You still have all your old files. You're just inputting new data. So you do. Uh, the ship's computer runs it like 10,000 times. Got a lot of a lot of computing power. Uh, and it gives you the result of, uh, yeah, like the chances of... So it gives you a breakdown as to how it would work out. Uh, it would typically prevent uh, a device or, you know, a an enormous flood of plasma from immediately killing somebody. Uh, if a plasma conduit was, uh, you know, exploded, um, and the most likely outcome 
is that the device goes off, uh, assuming that the device that was used is similar to the other two in storage. Uh, it would blast the person. Normally, it would just be instantaneous. They would just die. But, uh, they, you know, they wouldn't even have a chance to be thrown away from the explosion. But with the hull plating, it would throw that person away, uh, possibly still kill them, but not necessarily. Definitely so very severely burn them. Um, but it would protect them from the heat of the explosion and the subsequent asthma heat. Yeah. Like, there's like a 70% chance of lit. Uh, and there are there is a significant percentage chance that the after being thrown clear of the explosion and being protected by the hole plating, that the hole plating would be fused to like the ceiling of the room it occurred in. And that happens like forty two percent of the time. Uh, okay. <coughs> when when um, Jellico comes crashing through the door, like yeah. I, I will push play on the model <laughs> and be like, there. That's why. <laughs> right, so he does show up. You get warned by the captain first. He's like, hey, this guy's going to ask you some questions, and I can't hold him off because he's got seniority. So, uh, And the Commodore has said specifically that he does not want to be involved in the investigation. So Jelko comes in and says, uh, Chief, I'm going to need to ask you a few questions about the way you're conducting this investigation, if you don't mind. Freezer. First, uh... I must admit that I'm not exactly happy to have you on board my ship and conducting an investigation of my crew uh, for uh, uh, in when rightly uh, it should be my security department that conducts the investigation since the person who is injured um, is under our care. But that's beside the point. Uh, you interrogated several witnesses or supposed witnesses. Uh, you have not deigned to indicate what their involvement might exactly be. Uh, you've searched their rooms, um, spoken to several of my other of my officers, um, and have not provided us with any updates as to anything you found out. And it's been about 16 hours. Uh, if you're going to proceed in this fashion, I would really appreciate it if you would maybe provide me with a report. Provide me with something. <clears throat> Uh, first of all, sir, allow me to... One moment. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just want to look over your character sheet. I will give you a fate point. For the good of the Federation is worth more than the good of the self if you push back hard. <laughs> <laughs> because he's uh, in interfering with an investigation that you're conducting of his superior, and he... If you provide him with the reports he's asking for, and he you done fucked up real bad, and the task force is probably toast. Um, I will gladly take that fake point, sir. Yes. All right. Um, so be a jerk. <laughs> it's Jellico. What the hell? I mean, yeah, he's he's a, he's easy to be a jerk too, but you know, it's just a captain. It's fine. It's just a captain, right? Uh, you so know, you've I, already I got a black know. mark on your record. I just want to remind you. Well, I know, but I took the fake points. So I'm not going to have to be a jerk. So yeah, I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, so you only have sir, one blemish, which is asymmetric. So you need a second one to really balance that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, I I completely understand where you're coming from, and if it were me in a similar situation, I would 110% be uh, making the same demands. Uh, however, sir. Um, I am not in any way, shape, or form beholden to your command structure at this point in time. Uh, 
Uh, as you are well aware, the uh, Commodore set us aside from the command group specifically so that interactions such as this would be prevented so that you cannot meddle with my investigation, not your investigation. Um, respectfully, sir, turn around and walk away. <laughs> Fuck. Nice. <laughs> 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 you put the just the Lord Humongous card. Just walk away. <laughs> he nods very slowly. He says, "I see," and he turns around and walks away. But uh, you get the feeling that uh, that's not the that way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, hey, not at hey, all. Hey, fans, um, get ready for the court martial of Chief Thrashiv Part Two coming soon. Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you can prove the case. And then, oops. Yeah, we really have to be right. Yeah, you better be right. You better get it right. <laughs> uh, cool. So, yeah, you do have an accurate... Um, so, Burke, is, uh, is Morrow going to do any more experiments with this uh, proto-matter? Or what's, what's her next move? Yeah, I wanted to go through, because given where we are in the team line... Um, I don't know how much access we have to like DS9s, but if it is uh, out of character morphogenic enzymes, right? Yeah. Then Bashir has already found those out. Right. And I don't know if that's in our knowledge database. Uh, uh, you'd have to access the ship's computers for that. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. I can't just do that. I no, you can't. You just do. <laughs> oh, okay. Like you don't have it in your own brain, is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So let's see if that is actually what we have. It is. Uh, it does appear to be morphogenic enzymes. Okay, so that is... But if we go with the she's blew herself up, then she was just interacting or researching or is one? Hmm. Uh, I mean, it's not mutually exclusive. Yeah, no. I, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the problem. Like, I, I'm... Oh. Okay, so I, I don't know how much I can... I, do I know everything like that they found out about changeling biology? Because I'm always um, thinking my head as a fan, but I don't know. You know what Bashir's found out about changeling morphology? Okay. Uh, so so yeah, it seems like that would have been probably disseminated as soon as they figure out the founder were, were a problem. Okay, so then we know that irradiating changelings with polaron radiation disrupts their ability to morph. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you would probably know that by this point. That's how they found out Martok was right. Uh, changeling. Okay. So uh, that's a that's a tool if she wants it. I mean, uh, it would suck for everyone else on board. It wouldn't be great. You don't want to get irradiated with polaron radiation. No, no, nobody does. It's bad for everybody. <laughs> yeah. But um, it's also bad for them. <laughs> but it's but it does make them demorph, which is important. Right. So I'm not saying irradiate the whole ship, but I could ask my nurse to test the commander. Uh, you certainly could. Or is the commander passed pretty thorough blood checks? Like, do we? The thing about blood checks is, yeah. uh, out of characters, they don't work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they, it it doesn't work actually. Like the phaser sweeps work, be, but that's because getting stunned with a phaser really sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But like the blood tests just straight don't work. Okay, but we don't know that. I know you don't. Like she's been tested. She's received a blood test, but she's also like receiving blood like she's full of artificial blood yeah so yeah. that would be it would be highly unlikely that she's a changeling because she's so full of manufactured blood 
You know the changelings. You also know changelings can't like hold foreign yeah. objects inside themselves forever. That's true. Yeah, it's been long enough that she would have to. Um... If she if she was the changeling, like because we would know like they have the time frame of like over twenty four hours or whatever it is, they've got to revert back, right? Yeah, it's unclear if yeah. that's just Odo or all change. Uh, you know Odo does. Yeah. Um, I think other changelings are more capable. Yeah. But also, she's a changeling. She's doing a pretty good job of playing sick. Yeah. Yeah. Like, she's been unconscious and maintaining her shit uh, that yeah. way the entire time. Okay. But, you know, <laughs> yeah, granted, that... though, we've, at least out of character, too, that we've dealt with, you know, these are things that pe- beings that could shapeshift into trees for God knows how long or inanimate objects. Yeah. Right. Without change. But, but we could have a small polar on emitter and just bluff and just be like, it's a medical procedure. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Right. Or, yeah, irradiation inoculations of some sort. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you you know you could also, like, you could bring her out of the coma. Uh, now that's going to decrease her chances of living. Yeah. Uh, but I, you could try and interrogate her. Like, <laughs> as we scream, uh, confess over her dying Confess, we know you did it! <laughs> we caught you, you dumbass! Uh, I... Not comfortable. I don't know if do we I think we have enough evidence that's worth risking her life. I don't think we need to pull her out of the coma on the off chance. I mean, you could like irradiate a finger or something to test no, it yeah. if you really felt like it, kind of a thing. I would say in character, I'm fairly convinced. Well, and also the again, like you were saying, the humanoids they can uh, uh, they can take a little bit uh, before there's anything mm-hmm. else. So as long as it's not beyond that one emission. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm fairly certain she's not the changeling. Yeah, me too. Uh, apparently, there is one around, so um, that's fun. So, well, we could uh, we could set up a, the pretense for a shipwide inoculation. Have everybody come in in shifts. Yeah, that's a um, big crew. That's a big crew to do everybody. True. So, although it, I know it's hard. To, I know that we were we were discussing the possibility of not wanting to irradiate the entire ship, but going with the design specs. Actually, uh, could I do an engineering role to see if? That could be. Uh, it's like that could be possible to do that in uh, one. Uh, it's like a uh, one shot, and then see if the changeling shows up on the sensors. Um. So you want to irradiate the whole ship in one? Basically, it was. It would be like the Polaron emitters from that they used there. Right. But seeing if we could basically maybe you. Uh, it's like do something similar to the ships right now through maybe an environmental systems change or basically something uh, similar. Uh, so it would just be like one shot. Uh, you could. Um, what you'd have to program this very specifically. Well, uh, I think the problem with a ship wide type I thing mean, is you would have to see the changeling revert. You'd have lines. to check. You'd have to use Well, the computer should be able to. True. <clears throat> Can it? I guess. So I mean, have- so my understanding of the way, I mean, unless you guys want to push back on this, my understanding of the way the ship's computer works is that it's technically paying attention all the time. It's just not uh, recording everything all the time. Like it's making individual decisions about what to keep and what not to keep. Uh, so like let's on a moment to moment basis. I mean, yeah. It, yeah. Uh, and it's just, it doesn't, Otherwise, how would you be able to like access it through voice activation if it's not listening to you all the time? It's just kind of prevented from, you know, taking any action unless specifically requested to. <laughs> okay. Now, you guys don't quite have access to, you know, you guys don't quite have access to tell the computer 
what it sees when you do this. And also you're, you're probably going to have to talk to somebody to like get yeah, just, them to agree to a Polaron. I don't think irradiating the whole ship with Polaron is a prudent. Also like the medical effects are going to be um, like, yeah, you're going to have to treat everybody on the ship after it's, it's irresponsible. Uh, so, and that's like what, that's like, then what kind of, what are we left with though? Is the question, because we know this is a way to be able to at least, of revert them out of the form, but if we don't have a delivery method that is, uh, it's like that can help out with a delivery method that could, uh, it's like possibly leave them little time to be able to come out, then we could do that unless we want to have a crew meeting somewhere. You, you, well, here's the evidence you have, right? Um, the explosion in the quarters, uh, the limited access region for the, uh, the plasma conduit. It was only shut off in a small section. Um, the that it was that it occurred in her quarters, um, and who has access to you know be able to turn off uh, the to divert the plasma conduit? Like you know mm-hmm. who has access for that stuff. Yeah. So that gives you kind of a smaller pool that you could test these things. On. Like if yeah. you go to the Commodore and his staff and say, yeah, we're going to have to test you guys with Polaron radiation to make sure you're not changelings. And, you know, go to Captain Jellicoe and his senior staff and say the same thing. Yeah. Uh, if they, you know, like, if you make a good case to the Commodore, he can force everybody to agree, and then you know, you're only irradiating like 12 people instead of 900. It's so, a much smaller number. It is, but then we lose the potential element of surprise, though. Yeah, but I um, still prefer at this point to Non-consensual eight people. <laughs> I mean, you guys are in Starfleet. <laughs> That's kind of the way <laughs> stuff works. Yeah. I'll just remember Cisco decided to do it. Yeah, oh, we'll do it to a room full of Klingons. They won't mind. Yeah, they're Klingons. Yeah, well, they really didn't. <laughs> wow. I mean, did the Klingons care? Like, it no. proved that Martok was the... <laughs> well, no, because Odo... Uh, yeah, Odo figured it out, right. Before they could do anything. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's the thing. If you get it right, it's fine. But if you don't... For Klingons, yeah. If you're right, it's fine. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. So, because are we still thinking that this is somebody else probably among the higher staff? Uh, say that again. I'm sorry. Uh, so are we still suspect, suspecting that who the, the changeling is somebody among the higher ranked sta- uh, staff? Uh, is I mean, there are some, like, no one, there aren't any known suspicions. Like, she hasn't said that she was suspicious of any of them. Uh, and none of them have evinced any suspicions. Uh, yeah. But, like, they're the only people with the access to be able to do this. It's also basically the same group who would have any access to her quarters, uh, except that would probably cut out uh, the chief engineer <clears throat> and the chief of ops would not have access to her crew quarters because she's going to be handling sensitive material. Okay. Okay. Um, wait a few minutes for Sean to get... Okay, I'm back. Where did we leave off? I'm sorry. Uh, we were talking uh, ourselves out of irradiating the whole ship. Good idea. <laughs> um, Remember, no war crimes? No war crimes. It's our motto. Let me go, go look into the uh, the missing sabotage device. Yes. And figure out anything on that. Uh, I still want to know about the subspace pockets. Um, if there's anything, like if it's just a thing that changelings do or if it's something else that's going on mm-hmm. i'm trying to think what else we need to look into we got everything we needed from the shuttlecraft was the the plasma conduit 
like turned off before the explosion happened? Like how how long before it happened? Uh, about two hours. It was turned off for like fifteen minutes. It was turned off for fifteen minutes, and then it was turned back on. Okay. I do know that any like proof of tampering would inside the inside her quarters would probably be destroyed by the explosion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, plasma is very hot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think at this point in time, for sure, we need to figure out anything about the sub subspace uh, pockets and see if there's something to be to be investigated on that end, and then we need to track down. Um, everything we can about the sabotage devices. So if we can't figure out anybody that might have stolen one or tampered with them or anything like that. Okay. Uh, you guys get a message from Captain Cordozo. Mm-hmm. Uh, she just says, I know you're doing, you're working hard, but I just received a very angry uh, communication from Captain Jellico. Apparently, Chief Dashiv has told him to Mind his own business, to put it more politely. Uh, <laughs> I backed you guys up, but I would very much appreciate it if you somehow managed to come to a swift conclusion and are correct. <laughs> <laughs> uh, me, me too. Me too. So, uh, we are currently working on that. We may have a possible solution in, at the moment, uh, Captain. Good, so very need, good. That's good. That is good news. <laughs> we just need a, a little more time to confirm our conclusions in order to present uh, the findings to Captain Jellico. Okay. Um. Good. Now, if you don't mind, could you give me a preliminary conclusion? There is a changeling <clears throat> on the ship. Okay, so she was right. <laughs> um, Did they, they? So, so a changeling attempted to assassinate. That's what you're telling me. It may be more convoluted <laughs> than that. Oh. <laughs> it's hard to say, really. I very much hate that answer. Um, but... I'm not so sure that she didn't um, harm herself in order to get us here to find out that the changeling was here. That's what I was afraid of. Uh, well, uh, I hope I hope your proof is solid because, <sighs> well, I, I hope you can prove it solidly if you're going to make that accusation because. Um, the court otherwise, charges that, are piling up. <laughs> I mean, otherwise, that sort of brings a lot of scrutiny from Starfleet intelligence on us that, you know, maybe we would prefer to avoid. Uh, completely understood, sir. So uh, we will do That's Like we will endeavor to make ourselves, uh, well, it, it more our adverts more subtle if necessary. <clears throat> maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, by the way, also, the minute that the screen goes off uh, behind Thravish's back. I take out one slip of Latinum and hand it over to Lenara. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, oh, classic. You just have this on you, huh? Uh, well, that was the bad. It's true. Mm. It's true. And as I said, I honor all of these. So <laughs> you said it would. It, you. That's uh, like you. That's uh, like I said it would be at least more than a year, uh, more than a year, and you said six months. And obviously, you're right. <laughs> Harsh. <laughs> These are your friends. <laughs> I mean, they're not, it's, it's hard to be mad at them. They're not wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, um, but so yeah. When do they find out you figured out? Wait, wait till they find out you cracked one of the codes. Uh-huh. 
They're never going to find out. I hope not. I would say. I also hope not. <laughs> All right. Uh, so would I be able to access the uh, sensor logs of uh, the sensor logs for the Lexington to see about the uh, the subspace pockets? Uh, yeah, that is no problem. Okay. Uh, would it be uh, would it be possible to do a warp fields uh, to uh, test on that to be able to get any information? Uh, yes. Okay. I'll go make that roll. Uh, well, uh, let's see. Well, I could probably go ahead and uh, I can spend that that one you gave me in okay. order to get a plus two on that. So, because I really wanted this. So good. Go All right. So I'll give you a four. Okay. All right. So, um, it if you want to, how are, so? All right. So it is an extremely small access to subspace, and it does appear that. Uh, material is flowing in and out of it um huh so uh, do we have a, a, an identification of like what material is flowing in and out of it um it looks like that like when you compare notes with uh mara mara uh, it's it's the morphogenic protomatter yeah oh so is it is this a wormhole it is not a wormhole okay um, <laughs> Was she using it like some sort of subspace? Uh, yeah, like the changelings are actually much larger than they appear. Uh, yes, and there is it. Uh, it is where the morphogenic enzymes were tracked. Is typically where the subspace pockets appeared. Mm. Hmm, they're subspace changeling. Better than super space changeling. You don't know that. I mean, I'm the GM. <laughs> I have declared it. Therefore, it is so. Fuck. <laughs> uh, I mean, fuck. Does it have to be changed? Because <clears throat> Deep Space like... Nine happened. Because <laughs> yeah. you hadn't run into any yet, and we're not on Voyager. <laughs> yeah, and you're not on Voyager. Okay. Um. So we did confirm that that's a thing now too. That's all stuff to go in our report eventually, so we can like you know look good. Um. So, anything you guys want to look at, or do you want to move on to the sabotage device? So, I'm trying. To, I'm not thinking. That, I'm just not thinking of anything else right now that we would, might be able to get on from that. Yeah. So, be. so probably setting up the sabotage devices at this point would be the best way. Yeah. Something. Something's not quite clear. We'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Uh So I have another potential hint if you want it. <laughs> uh, it's up to you. You're, you're the GM, Joe. Yes. Although you have enough fate points to basically just have the, the uh, have the changeling nucus from wherever. <laughs> nah, I'm not going to do that. Uh, <laughs> who was around when those subspace pockets were opened and closed? Certainly, the computer was tracking that, right? Yeah, yeah. All right. So, who's whose comm badges were online then? All right. Uh, now that's going to be a search because it's just literally going to be like. Uh, okay. So, uh, give me some. Can I do a notice roll? A notice yeah, roll notice would be fine. Yep, I notice a lot. Wow, you really do. <laughs> uh, well, that's interesting, because the computer comes up with two answers. Uh, one is Commander Reinhardt. Uh, he's the XO of the Lexington. Another is a Lieutenant Hayam Klo, who is a uh, the chief impulse officer for the USS Candor. Uh, but she was aboard about a month ago when the Lexington was suffering... Uh, from some impulse engine problems, she came over to assist with repairs. Is she still on the ship at this moment? She is not. Okay, and is she's been uh, on since then. 
Uh, she has not. Okay. Uh, and you said it was the DeSoto that she was on. Uh, the Candor. The Candor. Sorry. Uh, is the can is the Candor actually in the cur- in the in uh close proximity to the fleet right now? Uh, yes, it is. It is in the fleet formation. It is a uh Nova class ship. Oh. oh, they're tiny and easy to erase. Yeah, don't do so, that. Send the tigers no over war into it. War crimes. <laughs> no war crimes. <laughs> the chief's on thin uh, ice as it is. <laughs> Since all of it will go on to him. <laughs> exactly. Help your brother out here, right? <laughs> all um, right. Um, what's the, what's although, the, com- the commander's um, specialty? Did he come up in? Uh, he came up in ops. Is there anything in any logs on the ship about why he was in the general area where the subspace stuff was? Because wasn't it clustered around one of the engine cells or engineering or something? Uh, it was mostly in engineering. Um, he is, he's pretty hands-on ship manager, especially with Jellico's like abrasive style. He's kind of the guy who's going to go down like, smooth feathers afterwards. So that's the, that seems to be what he was doing down there. Plus, um, the Lexington has had uh, some pretty frequent uh, engineering issues, um, which is what Aaron's or Platt's empathy check earlier would have shown that, like, ah, actually, it's not, it's not really that great. Uh, <laughs> it's it's kind of a it's not a wreck, but it, it needs near constant maintenance. So he has a background similar enough to engineering that he can like assist in that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Plus, if you want access to the ship from a location where you're going to be able to manipulate the ship's systems, if he is a changeling, uh, oh, yeah, that would yeah. be the place to do it. <laughs> what was the commander's name again? Uh, it is Commander Gabriel Einhardt. Yep. Alright, so... Well, if we wanted to do the more subtle route right now, that could just be called in uh, it's like to sick bay for random inoculation. Yep. Uh, yeah, I guess like that would be would be my instinct. Would be it's probably probably the commander is the changeling on board here because yeah. uh, we have like the the um the samples of the enzymes are like more recent than yeah. um, oh actually there was I... more found after the uh, the other the, the one from the Candor was here right that's correct true yeah. um. Other question I didn't even think about uh, until this moment, so I apologize. Uh, so, can I actually see if the ship uh, if the ship was tracking his uh, activity through any of the other four rooms that was leading over to the bomb site? Um, in fact, yes. Okay, but the... only after the explosion occurred. Okay, so which of the rooms was he in? Uh, he wasn't in any of them, but he was in the hallway approaching. Uh. Commander Recede's room, and then uh, a subspace uh, portal opened, and then he was no longer there. Yep. Nope. We have him. Uh, yeah, so make sure we have all that recorded appropriately. Uh, as a matter of fact, you uh, appeared shortly thereafter, like within a span of five minutes. Okay. Uh, in fact, the computer registers Captain Jellico being there. Hmm. Where is the commander and Captain Jellico both at at the moment? Uh, they are currently on the bridge, <laughs> and it's just um, one of each of them, right? Uh, yeah, there's currently just one of each. Yes. 
I say we just tell we want to meet both of them and deliver our report. Uh, no, we're no. not delivering a report to either one of them. That's not what we're. <laughs> but we're not actually going to do it. Okay. Uh, I don't want to. No, I don't. Mm. My, my report's already right here. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I already like really kind of pissed off Captain Jellico. Like, let's 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 no, not. Our false pretenses. Exos. True, but still, like, I don't want to like lure him down here under false pretenses and then irradiate him. Like, mm-hmm. I've got enough issues coming. So, <laughs> well, if you get him in the brain, the part of the brain that remembers that interaction, maybe you won't have to worry about what happened. <laughs> yeah, I could fix that for you, Chief. Oh, hey, yeah, there we go. That's I mean, apparently, you could just wipe people's mind. No war. He did it to Kern. Yeah, yeah. I I would say let's just call the commander in. Say we need to speak to the commander. Um, Can you hold this isotope? Thanks. <laughs> uh, that would be pretty good. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> hey, I just need you to hold this thing. <laughs> you know, like in the in the staff room, just have him come in and see us real quick. It'll be no big thing. All right. Yeah, he will show up. Okay. And then just have the Steves on. <laughs> yeah, the Steves are there. So the Steve team is a well-oiled machine. Um, uh, they are. We, we, he does not. He does not leave. Um, okay. Until until we are satisfied. Why do all the Steves have gallon Ziploc bags? <laughs> 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 uh, oh, that's they're terrible. just that's standard evidence bag. It's fine. <laughs> don't don't worry about those. Um, I will. I will. Uh, somebody else wants to take the lead on this. I will tell uh, the commander. You know, please come in, have a seat. Um, just so you're aware, sir. Uh, I am going to make a demand of you under the jurisdiction of the investigation which we are conducting. Um, outside of your command structure, uh, you do not have a choice but to submit to this. Uh, please hold a uh, handout on the table. Uh, yeah. Um, Captain Jalco told me how your him uh, went, so I am fully aware. Uh, and then I will nod at the doctor to uh, point a little uh, ir- irradiation at him and see what happens. I'll hit him with that good emitter shit. It's a right. term. You hit him with that good emitter shit, and then he turns into uh, gold goo. Uh, get him, Steve. <laughs> and the Steves just like blast them. They like they phase the shit out of this thing. Oh no! <laughs> it's not dead, but oh, it okay. is just kind of like a puddle on the ground. Uh, and force fields everywhere around it. I was gonna say, and then we get we, then we get a bucket with a sealable lid. Yeah, you have <laughs> you have a sealable bucket. <laughs> Actually, I think we should just go and take the bucket in Jellico's office. Well, there's your problem right there. Um, yeah. It's going to be 300 for the first uh, thing. It's going to be. <laughs> uh, so at this point in time, I'm going to um, request that uh, Commander Cardozo. Um, join us in this room. Like, I would, we're going to request a site to site transport. All right. She will site to site transport. Uh, well, uh... I, I will set her down at the table and we will go through everything. Break it down. All right. I see. Uh, you, uh, good job. I'll say that. Uh, you certainly found the changeling. Did the changeling perform the assassination? Is the question. You seem to indicate that you believe that might not be the case. I, I'm I'm not a hundred percent on that. To be a hundred percent honest, um, we checked the the subspace stuff and the enzyme stuff. 
like directly before the explosion went kaboom? Mm. Was okay. there any of that? I'm I'm asking like if we I don't remember now. I thought we did, but I don't remember now. Uh yeah, there was none nearby at the time preceding at the, the time. Yeah, Prece- nothing preceding the explosion. Only afterwards. Okay. I really don't think there was. I really, I'm to be completely honest with you, sir. I, I don't think that there was any involvement with the changeling uh, attempting to assassinate the commander that was investigating this. I think it was the commander um, trying to bring attention to the investigation that was constantly being denied by her superiors. And it just so happened to be that she was right and there was a changeling here. Interesting. Uh, can you prove that's the case or do will you need an interview with her? Uh, I probably will have to have an interview with her to definitively show that. Um, we'll see what we can work out. I wouldn't hold out to get, getting her to admit it, uh, but that might be something you want to warn the Commodore about. Um, are, am I or I can do it. No, I, I will. Re- no. Yeah. I'll warn the Commodore about it. That's that's correct. It is. It is my job after all. <laughs> <clears throat> Pardon me. Uh, overall, I think I have to say uh, you did an excellent job, much better job than I would, would be done, um, not due to any incompetency on your behalf, just due to the the, the volume of the task. Uh, thank you, sir. I appreciate it very much. It's very kind of uh, you, sir. So, uh, at this time, I will ask, are you going to attempt to interview uh, Commander uh, Rasid when she wakes up? It would be my desire to interrogate the commander when she is brought out of her coma, yes. All right. So We're not forcing her. Right, right. You're just going to hold her there for the three or four more days it's going to take for her to, like, wake up. Yeah, I'll just take care of her and monitor her. Right. All right, so uh, there you are. She is in sickbay in good old Tigris, and she's coming out of it. And there is Chief the Sheep. (laughs) Um... I am going to hold up a data pad and play video recording from the uh, staff room and show the commander getting turned back into his uh, puddle form. Okay. And then I'm going to simply tell her, um, you did a great job in getting me here to find him. Your methodology was questionable. Why don't you tell me all about that? Uh she then subsequently asks you whether, uh, under what authority you're interrogating her. Uh, I will gladly provide the authority of um, being Commander Hanford. Yeah, <laughs> well, com- being completely out of the command structure as per right. Commander Hanford. She thinks about it for a moment and says, uh, "I refuse to answer any questions at this time." Now you can give me a role to attempt to intimidate her. <laughs> oh no, the space, the space. I happen to have space fit. <laughs> I happen to have a uh, interrogation stunt that says I get a plus two to provoke an attack. Or that's plus two that's accurate. Yeah, someone. That's right. Um, so I want to do that. Okay. Uh, so six, yeah, or plus the two. Nice. All right, she is going to attempt to resist. She's pretty good at resisting. She is in intelligence after all. Well, <laughs> not good enough. <laughs> uh, all right. She will spill the beans. She did, in fact, uh, fake an assassination attempt on herself to provoke an investigation and find a changeling she was certain was there. She, After you like prov- shove all the evidence in her face, she basically just admits it. Um, so 
I will log all that into my official report to be submitted um, to my captain so that my captain can go to Jellico and the Commodore right. with everything. Um, I will also draft a separate report to... Um, where did it go in the notes? Uh, Admiral Watt? That's correct, yeah. Um, amending the investigative efforts of uh, Rasid. Okay. Uh, and confirming, like, I'm not going to give details of the investigation or anything like that, but just say that, like, she was onto it and she was right um, to not think too poorly of your personnel. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right. We'll see how that plays out. I, I imagine you do not admit that, uh, like, how are you going to contact this guy and then know he was the right guy? How are you going to show that that's the right guy to have contacted? Uh, I'm not. Okay. <laughs> Neat. <laughs> All right. Ah, uh, I think that's the end of the end of the game. Questions, <laughs> comments, suggestions. Uh that, that was a lot of fun. I like that. I, I I did like yeah the, the the general mystery on there and and the fact that you you threw it a well known a, a well known captain that immediately you had to go like oh yeah this fucking guy <laughs> do, do do we sidestep him or do we. Or tiptoe around him, or we just confront, and we we obviously went the other way. Yeah, I tried not to have to deal with that because I knew it wasn't going to be good. And then Joe's like, "No, no, there was a reason I put him in front of you." At a fate point, <laughs> <laughs> did, did that go as well as you hoped it would go, Joe? <laughs> uh yeah, you guys, you guys did a good job. You didn't figure everything out. It's fine. I'll say that. <laughs> That won't probably come back to bite us in the in the ass. Oh, at some point. Well, maybe it's possible. I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna survive this. Fight. There's nothing. No fallout will come from this. To radiate the whole fleet, <laughs> <laughs> just in case. Everybody start. Well, I start making. Uh, well, that's what Platt does. Starts making recommendations for everybody to have a uh, dead drop. Oh, sorry, emergency polar on emitters all around the holes. Right. Let's just give everybody in Starfleet cancer. <laughs> Something could go wrong there. It'll be fine. We're around warp cars all day. We're we're fine. We're good. Any other questions or concerns or comments? Issues? Uh, I'm sure the concerns will become apparent later. Oh <laughs> <laughs> goodness. Uh, all right. With that, I'm going to say good night. Good night. Bye. 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 Bye.